Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acree and Oaklawn's mutuals and sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Arizona, Detroit. This game looks like such a mismatch on paper. This is one where weird stuff happens, Zach. That's why I wrote down the money line bet. This reminds me of just a weird game that makes no sense. And on Monday, you're going, what happened there? That makes no sense at all. But I love the way Detroit's fought this year. They're competitive. Welcome in once again to Oakland Game Day, Justin Akery and Zach Gillum, and that's just the kind of weird gut feelings we have that we'd like to pass along to you, the listeners of this particular podcast slash show. And what a weird weekend it was. And so here we are the next week, Zach, saying... What in the world happened with Detroit and Arizona? One of the many strange things that went, went on over the weekend as far as sports goes. Good to be with you, my friend. Happy Christmas week, and let's hope that we can get some winners this week again. Yeah, absolutely. Merry Christmas to everyone. And like you said, it was a fun weekend. There were definitely some upsets that you saw coming. I can't say that I saw that one coming, but uh, very good call there. Lions played great. Cardinals, I don't know, you know, team that has all the potential you think to go. I know they didn't have Hopkins, but still, that was a surprise. Listen, you're going to have to really pay close attention to what's going on in the world right now because COVID is impacting player personnel. You know, you see what happened with Cleveland and, you know, them having to move their game. I mean, that's going to be the norm maybe down the stretch here, Zach. So, I mean, we always look at injuries. That's always a key part. But COVID availability will be key because the most important ability is availability, right? I mean, if you're not there, you can't really help your team a whole lot. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, most of the season we've been very fortunate. We haven't had anything like this really occur, just you know, the normal injury-related things we see. But it is definitely this last week and this week uh, you see COVID affecting the games. Well, listen, I take my lumps when we don't do well, but we have to pat ourselves on the back when we give you a heads up on something good. And we did it last year. It was weird. It was just the same thing with like the Raiders and the Chiefs. This week made even less sense. Detroit was plus 5'10". Probably should have been more on the money line as an almost two-touchdown dog to a cards team that was still in the mix to try to earn that top seed in the NFC. So anyway, we'll see how Detroit does going forward, but certainly that was a very impressive performance, and Dan Campbell's got them playing great. Congratulations to him and to Detroit, and it really messed up things in the West. It's a wide-open race over there in the NFC West, and it's going to be a fun one to finish with the Rams and the Cardinals, and of course, can't count out San Francisco either. They're surging right now, so maybe I shouldn't say surging right now. That's a bad word. Uh, let's also give ourselves a little credit here, Zach. Our lock of the week was Louisiana Lafayette. Why do we like them, Zach? Because they were playing a de facto home game in the New Orleans Bowl. Smashed Marshall 36-21. So let's get back to reality, though. We are only improved to 6-11 and 11 on the year, up to 40-32 and 32 total over our seasons. And I was pretty happy with the way things went last week. It seems like we're gaining a little bit of traction here late in the season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you get the win. You know, the record might not be what we want it to be, but you got a win last week. You picked out a potential heavy money line dog to, uh, you know, really pad that 
piggy bank going into Christmas. No doubt. Exactly. we got gifts to buy, so let's do it. Well, listen, here's the deal. If you do get some nice uh, gifts for Christmas, maybe some cash money, and you got some things you want to spend it on, well, guess what? Oakland has plenty of options for you. Rooms, spa, shows, food, all kinds of things, including the bowl game, Zach. It's coming up soon. We're going to talk more about it next week, but it'll be a great place to watch it with thousands of people, or hundreds at least, of your closest friends or maybe some of your most mortal enemies. It doesn't matter because we're all going to be rooting for the same team. Let's go Hogs. Even if you're a Penn State fan, I think you're going to be welcome down there, right? Yeah, absolutely. We welcome everyone. You know, We want everyone to have a good time. We know the Razorback fans will dominate, but hey, if you're a Penn State fan, it's going to be a great place to be to watch the game. Racing is back at Oakland, of course. We had another great weekend of racing. Zach, I finally cashed a pretty decent trifecta ticket. There's no racing Christmas weekend. There's no racing on Easter either. But I did want to mention this, Zach. If you've got your Oakland Anywhere account or you want to swing through, you can also, of course, take advantage of wagering at one track that's running this weekend that I can find. Fairgrounds is running. There's a whole slew of great stakes races on the 26th and the 27th. They're dark on the 25th as well. But I just want to mention, for those who want to get down on some horse racing and uh, you know don't have a chance to get down there, you can do it on Oakland Anywhere. Or if you do make it down to Oakland, of course, you can wager at the track on the 26th and 27th. What is your plan for Christmas? Are you guys doing anything at the casino and the gaming site on the 25th? I assume because you got games, right? Oh, absolutely. So we will be in there um, Christmas Day. You have a couple football games. You have a uh, being NFL games. You have a ball game. Uh, there's I think five or six NBA games, some college basketball games. So Christmas Day will be a great great day to come on out after you get done hanging out with the family. Sportsbook will be open. I believe we're going to open at noon on that day um, for some of the games, and we'll be there until 8 p.m. Christmas Eve fairly light there, but there is a bowl game Christmas Eve, so if you want to come on out Christmas Eve, we'll have a bowl game as well. And as you said, for simulcast racing, uh, we will be open on Wednesday and Thursday of the week of Christmas. We will not be open Friday, Saturday. Uh, we will open back up on Sunday. And as you mentioned, Oakland Anywhere, you can get that 365 days a year. Yeah, and a lot of people are looking forward to New Year's Eve and New Year's weekend because you've got the Smarty Jones Stakes coming up, the first three-year-old race for points towards the Kentucky Derby. But there's also an extravaganza going on on New Year's Eve. And, of course, New Year's Day will be a ton of fun with not only the bowl games, including Arkansas, and New Year's Eve going back to that. you got the playoff games for the national championship. But on New Year's Day night, you've got Purple Rain the Prince Tribute Band that we've been talking about for some time. So I don't know what a sellout is for that, Zach, but I'm guessing with all the excitement I've seen on social media about that, we're going to get awfully close to a sellout there, if not to an actual sellout. But you don't have to wait until then. you got girls' nights out on Friday, $5 drinks from 5 to 9, and, you know, again, an opportunity to go down there and take advantage of, you know, just kind of an average night is an above-average night, right? At Oakland, that should be a model, right? But you got restaurants, and uh, I assume you guys are serving all the way through the holidays, right? Absolutely. We're going to have a lot going on, as you mentioned. We have a lot going on this Christmas week and then New Year's Eve weekend. We have the Prince Tribute Band. We're going to have uh, different dinner events going on. Uh, reservations will be required. You're going to have racing over that New Year's Eve weekend, which is going to be something I'm very much looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And as you said, you have the, the uh, start of the college football playoffs. You have Arkansas's bowl game. So pretty much it is a nonstop weekend. Get your sleep this week, uh, the days leading into it, because it's going to be about 48 hours of fun. Crazy jumbled schedule in the NFL. Again, that Cleveland game had to be moved to Monday against the Raiders. And, of course, that comes with a third-string quarterback at the helm at, at uh, Cleveland. So anyway, a lot of weird things going on. Let's talk about NFL championship odds. And with Green Bay's performance squeaking one out against the Ravens, Kansas City's on a roll. They're at the top of the heap right now as far as futures odds. 
Absolutely. And some of these futures odds, it's just a matter of winning, not necessarily how pretty it was. So you will see the Chiefs right now have uh, moved up to the top. They're at plus 450. Packers are second choice at 500. Buccaneers back to 550. Patriots with that loss have jumped up to plus 1,000. Buccaneers 1,100. Rams 1,100. And the Cowboys at 1,200. All right. And in the NFC, just wanted to touch on that one quickly because I know there are a lot of Cowboys fans who are feeling optimistic. Their defense is playing fantastic and getting healthy at the right time. Offensively, still trying to figure it out. But they're a team that you can get a pretty good chunk of cheese on as an NFC championship pick. Packers top choice at plus 220. You have the Buccaneers at 260, Rams at 550, and then the Cowboys, as you mentioned, at 600. Let's look at against the spread. Green Bay did not cover in its win against Baltimore. And again, a two-point conversion failed. I like the call by John Harbaugh. Some didn't. Green Bay falls to 11-3 and against the number this year, tied with Dallas now for the best team against the spread all season. Next in line, those Detroit uh, Lions. I almost call them the Detroit Pistons or the Detroit Tigers. Detroit Lions, 9-5. and Indianapolis is 9-5. and Arizona's 9-5, and despite the outright loss to the aforementioned Lions. And New England, the surprising Patriots at 9-5 and five against the number. On the other end of the spectrum, Jacksonville and the Jets, 4-10, and 10, and Chicago is 4-9 and nine as of our recording against the number. So teams to avoid and teams to look and maybe take advantage of. There are some other props out there, Zach. Teams to be the number one seed. Let's just look at the NFC side. Again, the Packers are starting to really put a stranglehold on that side of things. Got some big breaks, but the Cowboys continuing to try to keep pace and maybe gain a little ground if the Packers will slip up. Yeah, Packers have become a pretty heavy favorite there. They're minus 400. Cowboys second choice at plus 500. Buccaneers third choice at plus 1,000. And then let's look at some divisional races. The AFC North has been one that we've had our eye on for a while. Cincinnati now in the lead at 8-6. and six, Tied with the Ravens, but they have the head-to-head. They beat the Ravens earlier in the season, 41-17 in Baltimore, Zach. The next game between them is the next game for those two teams. The 26th of December, it's in Cincinnati. In the first meeting, Joe Burrow went absolutely crazy. 416, three touchdowns, and Jamar Chase had a career day. Eight catches, 201. So watch out. Can Cincinnati pull the double? We'll see. But maybe both road teams get the win. Well, that's one we'll have to keep an eye on for sure because that is a big piece of the divisional race and a game we'll, we'll keep an eye on. Thursday's game, Zach, pretty good one. 49ers continuing to try to keep their playoff hopes alive, sitting currently, I believe, in third in the NFC West. But right there, you know, in the same breath with the Rams and the Cardinals after the loss last week for the Cards. And they're going to a Tennessee team that is still hoping to get their stud back in Derrick Henry, but they've been pretty competitive. Lost a disappointing game last week to Pittsburgh. More on that in a second. But the Titans certainly right there. These are two teams that we expect to see in the postseason. Absolutely. Looking at this one, 49ers currently favored going to the Titans, minus 3.5 total in this game at 44.5. All right, Cleveland, short turnaround and a tough, tough situation. I assume they'll be getting closer to healthy from a COVID standpoint, but going to Green Bay, never easy, especially with the way the Packers are playing right now. Correct, and Packers are favored by a little over a touchdown in this one. Packers minus 7.5, total at 45.5. Should be mentioned, too, this is a Saturday game. you got a couple of Saturday games again this week. I love this when we get to this in the late-in-the-year uh, stages. It's awfully good. Then you get Colts and Arizona. Indianapolis, you know, looking good. And Arizona obviously licking its wounds. Really shocking. We're going to find out if that's a trend or if that was an anomaly. I personally think Arizona bounces back big here. Yes, and they will need to against a Colts team that is hot. Um, Cardinals right now are favored at home by one and a half points. Uh, total in this game at 49 and a half. 
All right, let's move on to Sunday's games. And then at the end of this, I'm going to give you my lock of the week because I already feel pretty good about it. I'm going to talk about it at that point. And then we'll get into some of the bowl games that are coming up. And, of course, you've also got futures on college basketball and the NBA. Ravens and Cincy. Again, a race that's wide open. We've already talked about it. Baltimore's got three straight losses, Zach. But don't make a ton out of this. First of all, Lamar Jackson hasn't been around for most of it or part of it. And also, the Ravens have lost those three games, Zach, by four points total remarkable going to Cincy though no easy task absolutely as you said both fighting for a playoff spot and both right now plus 175 to win the division so if you're looking at betting the game you might look at betting that same team to win the division right now Bengals are favored to take the game minus two and a half total at 44 and a half statistically I believe this is a must win for the Bills if they want to have a chance to win their division I would expect both the Bills and the Patriots to be in the postseason but the Bills have slipped up quite a bit of late and we're all kind of scratching our heads as to what's going on with them. This would be a big step in the right direction, though, if they can go to New England and get a win. Yeah, both teams need it. Patriots coming off that loss to the Colts. Um, looking right now, Patriots favored by a little less than a field goal, minus 2.5, total at 43.5. Can the Lions do it two weeks in a row, Zach? I don't know, but listen, there's a way to do it. It's play the Falcons in the next week. That's uh, not a bad idea, and that's exactly who they have. Absolutely. Dogs again. So Falcons minus four and a half total at 44 and a half. If you're looking at the Lions money line plus 155. All right. Well, there you go. And the money is moving towards the Lions a little bit there. Jags and Jets. These are the worst two teams in the NFL at covering the number. Which one will win and or lose? I don't know if winning this game is good or bad, Zach, if you're trying to get a top draft choice. Absolutely. And Jags last week, you know, got rid of the coach. So I was expecting them to either come back or fall down. And, you know, it's tough to see what we're going to – or tough to know what we're going to expect the rest of the season. But Jets are minus 2.5 favorite, total at 41.5. Yeah, Jags are 2-12, and 12 and the Jets are 3-11. and 11. So, again, these two teams are vying for that top draft choice. And somebody's going to lose – slash win i think so i think it may not be the worst thing chargers texans and the chargers of course uh you know a team that also have a shot at the postseason out of the afc west and uh, recently lost a battle with kansas city but still uh got to think that they feel pretty good about it and man you got to feel good going on the road against houston right or playing them anywhere absolutely team with a lot of firepower they're going on the road is almost double digit favorites minus nine and a half total in this game at 46 and a half yeah overwhelming favorites to win that game outright for sure let's talk about the rams and vikings uh and i want to give some kudos to cooper cup i mean basically he has secured the uh receiving yards record for the season or at least the the title for the for the season could become the fourth player since the merger to win the receiving triple crown catches yards and tds he's on pace for 147 catches and just shy of 2,000 yards two catches shy is that pace of michael thomas's single season record zach if it comes down to it and you get close you got to feed him a few passes right and then he'd be about 150 yards uh or excuse me 17 yards short of the calvin johnson record for 1964 yards so again he's on pace to make this real interesting but if i'm la not only do i want to win my games down the stretch but i gotta get a couple, a couple records here Oh, absolutely. And as well as he's played this year and, and him and Stafford connecting, I can totally see it happening. Rams go on the road as a favorite, a little less than a field goal, minus two and a half, uh, total at 49. Bad news, worse news. The Giants lose again, 21-6. They can only muster six points against the Cowboys, but admittedly the Cowboys' defense is pretty darn salty right now as they continue to get healthier. But worse news is Daniel Jones wasn't just out last week. He's out for the rest of the season, and they're going to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Yeah, looking at this one, Eagles almost two, uh, almost double-digit favorites. They're minus 9.5 total in this game it's at 42. All right, Bears and Seattle. Seattle out of the race in the West, but a team that has been awfully tough to deal with. I mean, again, one of the great underachieving teams this season. Seahawks 5-8, and eight, 
going into this coming or this week and leading into that game uh, coming up that next Sunday. But uh, and we know they've got one to play before we get to that point. But you know, this is an Eagles team that certainly has underachieved this season, and they've had to deal with some issues from an injury standpoint. Lost Wilson for a few games that certainly hurt their chances. Absolutely. Uh, without Lockett in the game that we were mentioning has not been played yet, so it'll be interesting to see if he's back for the game against the Bears. Right now, the Seahawks are favored by a touchdown, minus seven total at 44. Denver, we were talking a little bit about Teddy Bridgewater and what's, what a nice story he has been and putting together back-to-back really good seasons. Went out with a head injury. I think they took him to the hospital just as a precaution. Hopefully he's back soon. Denver going to Vegas for Christmas weekend. Yeah, Raiders right now at home favored by one and a half points total at 42 points. And the Steelers, Zach, not so fast, my friend. Everybody want to write them off. And we were talking last week about how they hadn't finished last in their division since 1988, I think it was. And they were the longest streak of not finishing last in their division. Well, guess what? They were a home underdog against the Titans last weekend. They were 5-1, and one, make it now 6-1, and one, their last seven as a home dog winning outright. So when you doubt the Steelers, they make you pay. The question is, Will they make Kansas City pay as a road dog this week because the Steelers are a huge, huge underdog going to the Midwest? Yeah, Chiefs favored by 10.5 in this one. Total set at 46.5. Cowboys fans will be locked in. Boy, what a great way to spend Sunday night. You get Christmas. You get all your toys. You get all your food. You know, you wake up late, hopefully, on Sunday, Zach, and then you get to watch the Cowboys on Sunday night. Yeah, and the Cowboys are another 10.5-point favorite um, total in this game at 47.5. Well, huge lines this week and money moving towards Dallas. Again, Washington's defense has been up to snuff, offense not so much. And then Monday, this is a game that I did not anticipate would have any indications at all or implications, rather, towards the playoffs. Dolphins, Saints. The Dolphins have won six games in a row to get to 7-7. Seven and seven. No team has started six games under five hundred ever and made the playoffs. The Dolphins are trying to do just that. Now, admittedly, Two of their wins came against the Jets. One came against the Texans. They've not had a lot of quality wins. Baltimore is their best win in that streak. But look, 7-7, seven and 7-7, seven, seven and seven, right? Saints are, and Saints are back in the playoff picture. Same same record after a very shocking 9-0 shutout of Tampa. I'm guessing you did not have many people, Zach, move the line for the total in that game to 10 or less. No, not at all. That was that, That's exactly what I was about to say. And, you know, Saints coming off that impressive defensive stand, holding Tampa Bay to zero points, and I believe that's the second time they've beat them this season. So the Saints minus two and a half in this game, and after everything we just said about defense, the total is low at 38 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I expect this to be a very low-scoring affair for sure. Both, uh, you know, both defenses are going to rule the day, I would think, and, and we'll see just to what degree that is the case. Again, keep an eye on injuries. Keep an eye on COVID. You know, we were talking about Tampa, too. Um, you know, Tampa, the Buccaneers are playing the Panthers. I guess we, we skipped over that game. Buccaneers are heavy favorites on the road. Chris Godwin, who went out in the game, and, of course, Fournette went out, and a couple other guys got injured during the game. Godwin's out for the season now, Zach. So things are getting tougher and tougher for Tom Brady and company. Correct. And that game is on the board. Buccaneers favored by 11.5 points, even with the injuries and the people being out. Total set at 45.5. Yeah, and if uh, Cam Newton plays, apparently, from what I read, Tom Brady has not had much success against Cam over the years. And so if you like to work those kinds of angles or factors, go for it. And it's also a Bucks team, again, beaten up. That's a pretty big line. We all know how hapless the Panthers have been most of the year, but still. All right, let's move on to college football here, Zach. And the championship odds, I assume, haven't moved much because, well, we haven't really gotten any news on these teams with anybody out or anything. And I'm assuming not too many guys are opting out because you've got a championship in the offing here potentially. 
Absolutely. Odds really have not moved much. You have Alabama as your top choice, plus 115. Georgia's at plus 140. Michigan at 650. And Cincinnati's still at plus 2,000. Well, we know Trey Williams is out for the Hogs now. We already knew that uh, they had lost Traylon Burks, their star receiver. Razorbacks were a dog against Penn State, and we were expecting a game in the mid-40s. ESPN FPI had Penn State at 59% to win the game. What uh, has happened, if anything, Zach? Has the line moved at all with the news about Williams leaving or anything with Burks affecting the line at all? Have you seen any movement at Oakland? That spread really has not moved since day one. It posted briefly at plus three Arkansas, uh, then dropped to plus two and a half, and it has stayed steady there. The total has gone up a bit. You have the total now to 47. Okay. Some places I know have it at two, so they are actually giving the Hogs a little more credit than I would have anticipated, but... Two and a half currently. So, hey, if you're, uh, is that what you have it at two and a half? Currently at two and a half. Okay. So, yeah, if you're in Arkansas better and you want to catch as much as you can, then that's a good deal for you. Better than what's happening in some places nationally. Uh, championship odds, still two touchdowns. Cincinnati, an underdog. And Georgia, a favorite over Michigan by about eight. Um, so those have dropped about half a point. You have okay. Alabama back to minus 13.5 with a total of 57.5, and, and Georgia is back to minus 7.5 with 44.5 for the total. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. All right, let's get into some bowl games we're going to actually get to play here now. January 22, you get Mizzou, and that rhymes, but that's really not the relevant part of this. Mizzou and Army, good luck figuring out who's who uh, from a color standpoint. They're kind of similar, but uh, this is the Armed Forces Bowl. I have to root for Army here, right, Zach? Absolutely. Army favored in this game by four points. Total set at 56 and a half. I mean, no offense, Mizzou. I'm not rooting for you anytime anyway. January 23rd, North Texas, Miami, Frisco Bowl. And uh, this is Miami of Ohio, by the way, not Miami of Florida. Give me a little bit on this game. Yeah, North Texas uh, beat UTSA late, late in the season, but they are three-point dogs in this game. So Miami, Ohio, favored by three, total in this game at 54.5. Okay, this game you got to take a long look at, I think. Central Florida and Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl. You know that the, the Knights want to make a statement against Florida. And, of course, Florida has had a lot of transition this year. But yet I look here, Zach, and they're still heavy favorites, according to ESPN's FPI, to win the game. What's the line? Looking at the line, Florida's favored by a little less than a touchdown, minus 6.5, total at 55.5. Look, if you like, if you're one of those people that likes to look at, oh, this team's more motivated than that team. We've been talking that, about that, like uh, with Arkansas and Penn State a little bit. You got to think Central Florida is a little more motivated here than Florida is, which has been a bit in disarray. So let's look at January 24. Now this is a Friday, the day before. Obviously, it's Christmas Eve. Seven o'clock kick. ESPN has it. Memphis traveling the long trip to Hawaii, playing Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl. Hey, that doesn't sound too bad to me, but Memphis uh, will go on the road as favored, minus 8.5 total in this game at 55.5. Zach, I forgot to mention my lock of the week, and I'm going to go back to the NFL real quick um, and mention it here. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I like to bounce back Arizona. I kind of alluded to it already, so I don't think this is shocking to you. I like Detroit to... Pull a little bit of a surprise last week. I like the Cardinals to bounce back. I think their focus will 100% be on the Colts this week. Colts are going to maybe have a little letdown after a big win. I like Arizona to win it, and the line again is... Arizona currently minus one and a half. Okay. Yeah, I like Arizona by a field goal there, or maybe a two-point conversion if that's what it takes. I don't care. I'll take it. That is my lock of the week. Back to bowl games. Georgia State, Ball State, any state. The Camellia Bowl, Zach. 
Looking at this one, Georgia State currently favored by five points, total set at 50 and a half. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen a lot of these teams that uh, we're talking about play. Of course, Georgia State is in the Sun Belt, so we've seen them some. Arkansas State, of course, same conference. So uh, January 27th, no games on the 26th, letting the NFL have center stage. Not that you really have to, you know, let them have it. They're going to take it regardless. Western Michigan, Nevada, this is the quick lane bowl, Zach. Western Michigan favored by a touchdown, minus seven, total set at 56 and a half. I love these bowl games. You know, we already had the Armed Forces Bowl. There's also a military bowl. That's Boston College in East Carolina. And Boston College, look, the, the record's not gaudy at six and six, but they were a team member. They were a factor in the ACC for a long time this year. Correct. They played some hard, tough games this year, and they are favored in this one by three and a half, total set at 51 and a half. Didn't finish very strong, though. Lost to Florida State, a team that wasn't very good this year, 26-23. That was at home, and then they lost at home. Uh, again to Wake Forest the following week, and Wake was really good this year, as we know. So that was a 41-10 to 10 blowout. So not exactly the finish you were looking for if you're a BC fan. January 28th, this is an interesting game. Houston really good, lost in its conference championship game against Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl. This will be a home field advantage, I would think, for the Tigers. Yeah, looking at this one, Auburn's currently favored by two and a half points. Total on this one is at 51 and a half. Okay. Uh, Air Force and Louisville, first responder bowl. Louisville favored by one and a half. Total on this one at 55. And UCLA, North Carolina State. This is the Holiday Bowl played in San Diego. That's a game I'd always, I've always wanted to go to. Yeah, and something just to point out I've loved is uh, how close the spreads are in a lot of these games. We yeah. have a lot of really good bowl games, competitive. NC State favored by one and a half points, total in this one at 59 and a half. And we've also got uh, Mississippi State and Texas Tech. This is an interesting game. A lot of uh, maroon in this game, seven and five Bulldogs. Pretty heavy favorites to win it on the ESPN FPI, about 68%. We know how good Rodgers was this year. 4,400-plus yards, Zach, 35 touchdowns, eight interceptions. I love Miss, uh, Mississippi State to win the game, but the question is can they cover the number, which is pretty significant. Correct, yeah, the number's pretty big, minus 9.5 currently on Mississippi State, total in this one at 59.5. All right, UCLA and NC State. State we talked about. How about West Virginia, Minnesota? Guaranteed rate bowl. This is being played in Phoenix. And boy, if you're a fan of either one of these teams, you're looking forward to being in Arizona, I would think, this time of year. Correct. Minnesota favored in this one, minus four, total at 45. Okay. January 29th, we're starting to get into some sexier bowls. And if you like baseball, Zach, if you're a baseball fan, these are good games on the 29th because you got the Fenway Bowl and the Pinstripe Bowl. One's being played in Boston, the other one's being played in New York, right? SMU, Virginia in the Fenway Bowl. Not much of a gift for those from the Dallas area to go to Boston and uh, freeze your butts off and watch your team play. But, hey, the Mustangs had a good year. Why not? Let's see if they can keep it rolling, get their ninth win of the season. Well, and if scoring is what you like to see, this is the game I think you're going to want to watch. You have Virginia minus three, current total set at 72. Oh, mama! That's a lot of points. That'd be fun. Uh, I don't know if they're going to score that many in the cold, but we'll see. It may be snowy. It's going to be freezing. 72 seems like a lot. All right, Maryland, Virginia Tech. Similar weather, I assume, in New York. What do we expect here? Maryland currently minus three and a half, total set at 54 and a half. All right, there's a little more reasonable line. Zach, you know I have special interest in the Cheez-It Bowl, not because it's the Cheez-It Bowl, but because my alma mater's playing in it. Personally, I would bet on Clemson if I was going to. Speaking of your close line, Zach, you can't get a whole lot closer than this one. No, absolutely not. Uh, Clemson currently minus one total in this one at 45, or I'm sorry, 44 and a half. I just didn't like what I saw from Iowa State most of the season. I was disappointed, and I actually, you know, again, if we're looking at hungry, I, I got to go with uh, with Clemson here. I think they're going to look a little more uh, game ready, plus they've been in a lot of huge games, postseason games. And then the last one, again, Oregon, Oklahoma, a couple of teams that have had uh, coaching changes, Zach. So both had 10 win years, years, though, too, so loaded with talent, and both ranked in the top 20. 
Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, potentially one of the better bowl games of this, the uh, postseason, and Oklahoma currently favored by four and a half points, total at 61 and a half. Four and a half, huh? Four and a half. Okay, well, I will tell you this. The FPI is overwhelming to Oklahoma, 71% according to ESPN. So this may be a game as a backup lock of the week. I want to take a peek at that one because the numbers certainly are not indicative of what the uh, FPI is. It should be at least a touchdown, I would think, or more towards Oklahoma, even the coaching chain. So I think I'm going to go with the Sooners here pretty heavy against an Oregon team that has let me down a couple of times this year. They owe me anyway. Uh, Arkansas, huge setback over the weekend, Zach. Hopefully uh, we'll bounce back over the next couple of games before they get into SEC play here. If you've got them, we can look at them real quick. If not, we can move on on the SEC odds currently. Yeah, looking at that, Alabama plus 275. Arkansas still sitting at plus 450, but as you said, with those couple losses, those odds might go up here soon. Kentucky at 450, Tennessee at 675. All right, and then uh, national championship odds. Who is your favorite now? Baylor moving to that top slot? So you have Gonzaga still as your top choice at hmm. plus 650, Baylor right behind them at plus 700, Duke at 750, Purdue's at 900, Arizona 1100, and Kansas at 1200. I think the Bulldogs probably of Gonzaga getting a little bit of credit because they've got a little easier trek to get there versus what Baylor's going to face in the uh, Big 12. Uh, they said that could be a part of it. NBA's on the board as far as futures go. Don't forget Christmas Day will be a huge NBA day. You can wager on all those games. Those lines will come out closer to time on uh, at Oakland. If you want to go into the sports book, you can obviously use the kiosk 24-7. And then Major League Baseball futures also available. We've already been through our lock of the week. We're going to go with Arizona to bounce back, but I'm telling you, keep a long look or take a long look at that Oklahoma game against Oregon. I like them a lot. A couple other things of note. We have golf coming up. You can get down on all the futures. We don't have a PGA tournament, I don't think, again until January from what I could see as far as futures go, Zach. But you've also got uh, Winter Olympics. This is kind of fun. And the numbers are moving. Again, I don't know what's happening to get the numbers to move. Russia's your favorite now to win the gold medal in men's hockey. Canada's second. Sweden. Uh, the United States is plus 1,100 right now. So if you want to go with American pride, you can make a lot of money. But skiing, biathlon, ski jumping, all kinds of things you can wager on as far as the Winter Olympics coming up soon and a lot of things to look forward to. Don't forget, oakland.com for all the information. You can book your rooms there. You can book your spa there. And you can get all set for the Purple Rain Show on New Year's Day night. Not to mention, Zach, it's a great place to go and learn more about which restaurants you want to hit in what order if you're going to be there for a couple of days. Absolutely. You need to come on down, get your things planned up, because as we've said, there's going to be so much going on New Year's Eve weekend. Uh, you're going to have racing all weekend. You're going to have the football games, uh, New Year's Eve events at night, New Year's Day events, uh, New Year's Day night events. I yeah. mean, it's it's going to be a fun, packed weekend. Well, Zach, Merry Christmas to you, my friend, and all the folks down at Oakland. We certainly have appreciated everybody there and all of the uh, hard work that they put in over the year. And I'm looking forward to being with you next week and we can get ready to ring in the new year and really dive deep into that Arkansas-Penn State game and all the great bowl games coming up for New Year's Day and New Year's Eve. Absolutely. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to everyone. And hopefully we see you this week. All right. Very good. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll join you next week right here on Oakland Game Day. Good luck, everybody.